Handful of Stars by Cynthia Lord, Chapter 11. Mrs. LaRue's eyebrows shot upward when Salma and I walked into her office a few days later. Back so soon, Lily? I hope you haven't changed your mind about the booth at the festival. I'm not supposed to give refunds. No, Mrs. LaRue, we're dropping off an application for the pageant. This is my friend Salma. How nice! Mrs. LaRue smiled, holding out her hand for the paper. Lily, you've never entered the pageant before. Your mom would be so proud. Danielle was as pretty as a picture and had such a lovely singing voice. She still holds the records for most wins in a row. I blushed. Uh, no, Mrs. LaRue, I'm not entering, just Selma. Oh, Mrs. LaRue looked over the application. Well, yes, there's no rule you have to be a resident to enter. I live here now, Selma pointed out. Yes, though not... Mrs. LaRue sucked on her bottom lip like they were words she was holding back. I felt anger lifting up my chest. I would never want to be in the pageant, but Salma wanted to, and if a girl from New Hampshire could be in it, so could Salma. I gave Mrs. LaRue a steely look that surprised even me. Salma's probably handled more blueberries than all the other girls combined, and we wouldn't have any blueberries for the festival if we didn't have people to rake them. Uh, Of course, Mrs. LaRue took a breath and turned all businesslike. The application looks all here. She pointed at each line with her pencil to check that everything was filled in. Name, birth date, social security number for the savings bond, grade level, parent's name. Okay, I'll make you a copy of the application. I need to keep the original. I waited while Mrs. LaRue copied the application and pulled a blue notebook from her shelf. Salma, have you ever done a pageant before? She asked. No, Salma said. This is my first one. I thought it sounded like fun. Oh, it is fun, Mrs. LaRue agreed. It's the highlight of the festival. You get to dress up all pretty and lots of people come and cheer you on. That didn't sound any fun to me, but Salma smiled. You'll be judged on beauty, blueberries, talent, and personality. The beauty portion takes into account your hair, makeup, and dress. Do you have a pageant dress to wear? Lily's friend Hannah is loaning me her dress from last year, Salma said but I wanted to ask you about the talent part. Most girls sing, Mrs. LaRue said. Dancing is also popular. One year we had a baton twirler, but that nearly ended in disaster. The baton went flying into the audience. You aren't a baton twirler, are you? Salma shook her head. Could art be a talent? I could show the audience some paintings I've done. Mrs. LaRue hesitated. Art? There's a first time for everything, I said loudly, and Salma's art is definitely a talent. I guess that would work, Mrs. LaRue put Salma's application in her notebook. Glorious Hairstyling always donates their services to the contestants at four o'clock on the day of the pageant. They'll have a space set up in the corner of the arts and crafts barn at the fairgrounds, but don't wear your pageant dress just in case the girls at Glorious spill anything on you. The public gets to watch, and sometimes those glorious girls get chatting. Nicole Thibodeau learned that the hard way last year when one of those stylists got hair gel all over her dress's collar. The more Mrs. LaRue talked, the worse I felt. Salma was from the camp. She had an unusual talent. She wasn't as familiar as everyone, to everyone as most of the contestants were. I'd had my doubts before, but Mrs. LaRue made them ten times worse. They aren't going to cut my hair, right? Salma asked. Just curl it and stuff. Mrs. LaRue handed us Salma's copy of her application. The stylist won't do anything you don't want them to, but if you were my daughter, I'd be right there to make sure. I didn't think Salma's mom could come, so I said, I'll I'll make sure. 
Be at the church at 6.30. The pageant starts promptly at 7, Mrs. LaRue said. Do I need to bring anything other than my dress and my art? Selma asked. Just a beautiful smile, Mrs. LaRue said. As we walked home, Selma was quiet. Then she said, Bet they've never had a contestant from the camp before. No, I think you'd be the first, I said. Are you sure you want to do this? I don't know. Selma looked down at the road in front of us. I like helping my family, but I don't want to do farm work when I'm a grown-up. I don't think we'll ever have enough money for me to go to college, though. That takes extra money. Lots of extra money, I agreed. When Hannah said the prize was a savings bond, I thought that could be a start, and it'd be just for me. The money I make now goes to help my family. But the good thing about a savings bond is that it's for later. I'd have to keep it, like a promise for the future. Does that sound silly? I'd never seen Salma looking discouraged. She always seemed so sure of herself. No, I said, not silly at all. She kicked a little stone along the road. I don't think Mrs. LaRue thought I had any chance to win because I'm from the camp. People want us to come and work, but they want us to be invisible. I blushed because I knew she was right. Before Salma, I'd never given much thought to the workers and their families who came and went every summer. Mostly they kept to themselves and we kept to ourselves. They were just there, and then one day they weren't. But when Salma became my friend, she changed that for me. She could change it for other people too, just like Mama being the first French-Canadian girl to win the pageant had changed people's minds. I bet some people didn't think Mama had a chance either, but she challenged that and showed them all. I stood up taller. Someone has to be first. And if anyone thinks you don't have a chance of winning, well, there's only one thing for us to do. What's that? Selma asked, lifting her head. Prove them wrong, I said.